Hola, hola. You're listening to Se Ves Escucha, Seen and Heard, a language justice podcast for everybody who is trying to make it through the end of this year. I'm Ada. And I'm Andrea. We're here at the studios of 103.3 Asheville FM in Asheville, North Carolina with our compa Leonel. And this is our last minisode of the year, and we wanted to catch you all up with some of the things that are happening in Western North Carolina, that are happening with CPC. And so it is my pleasure to introduce the two new co-directors of the Center for Participatory Change, Samjita Kudba and Janina Callejas. Bienvenidas, compa. Hey, y'all. So we thought we would get started if you could just each share a little bit about yourself and how you would describe your relationship to language. Hola. <laughs> Thank you all for having me here. Um, my name is Janina. I was born in Colombia, Bogota, and came to the United States when I was about five years old. Um, and the question is my relationship to language justice. Well, just to language, when you think about your relationship to language, what are, is your relationship, your relationships with language? So my relationships to language, uh, <laughs> when I came to this country, I only knew Spanish. And so I just remembered like a lot of kids bullying me, like a lot of Spanish uh, kids who have to go to school. And I remember being in ESL and being in like the lowest class, like in like almost like a special class. Um, but I learned English in about six months and went from being in the lowest class to honors. Um, and yeah, I knew from then, I've just been speaking English and Spanish simultaneously for my whole life. Um, hola, um, uh, this is Samhita and um, I was born in this country, but my parents are from India. And so my relationship to language is that um, I... I'm a monolingual English speaker, but I grew up hearing multiple Indian languages. So in my household, my parents spoke Konkani on my dad's side and um, Tulu on my mom's side, both South Indian languages. And then um, we, uh, I grew up in a town called Erie, Pennsylvania, very small town. but And so the Indi- with the Indian population that was there um, was also small and from all over the country and so all speaking different languages so i heard gujarati punjabi hindi um and and more i'm sure so it was it was interesting i even though i couldn't understand what was being said for the most part um i there was a rhythm to the language that kind of that i could connect with that makes any sense (laughs) and you all have been on the job for about three months now um, two months? Oh my God, Dios santo. <laughs> okay, you all have been on the job about two months now. Um, and I'm curious to hear a little bit about what you, how you would define language justice um, after you've been here at uh, CPC um, or just how you would define language justice. What does that mean to you? I think about language in terms of, in terms of power. When I think of justice, I think about power. And so language is an incredibly powerful tool um, that can be wielded um, by the powerful to oppress. It can be wielded by the oppressed to gain back power and to um, assert agency. And so um, 
and it can i mean in so many other ways too for art and culture it's it's just a um it's a huge it's a really big um tool that we have and so when i i guess when i think about language justice i think about um though using language as a means to um push back against the powerful mm-hmm. yeah when I think about language justice, I think about, well, prior to this job, uh, it's just, I was raised in New York City. And so I, English and Spanish is the norm. So if you knew English and Spanish, like it was just like normal. Um, but now moving down to the South and starting at CPC, it's like completely opened my mind to this whole new realm of, oh, there's so much more to like learn from in terms of language, in terms of um, people's cultures, relationships, religion. Um, So when I think about language justice, I think about colonization first, um, because one of the hardest realizations while I'm being in this job is that I know two colonized languages. Um, And to me is really, uh, you know, it's something touching to me that I have, and I don't know much about my indigenous language in Colombia. I don't know much about language in terms of my, where I was born. Um, so with all of us bringing together, you know, throughout the podcast, Al and I have shared our personal uh, relationships with language, how our understanding of language justice has grown. Now you all joining kind of this team and us shaping the language justice work together. I wonder if we could share just a little bit of what are we looking forward to, imagining, dreaming of uh, about our language justice work next year? Who wants to start? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, specifically about language justice. What are you dreaming of? What are you envisioning? What are you imagining for next year? What are we going to create together? I think I'm, I'm really excited to have the opportunity to kind of see how you and Ada um, have been doing this work. But what the dreams that I have is to have the opportunity to learn more. I think now I'm even more curious than I was ever before. Um, And I've, I don't call myself an interpreter, but I've interpreted for my family my entire life. And so to see what that, where that goes in terms of like well now there's actually a training and the organization I work for does this um so to me I think that is going to be a healing process for me um because when I think about language I just I get a lot of like really nervous and anxious um and so I could heal and uh, learn from both of you all so I'm really excited and I was able to take part of the indigenous gathering in December and um to me it was just uh breathtaking just to see that wow like we could do this and it just takes a group of people to make it happen yeah the three of us were together at the indigenous languages gathering that cpc kind of you know co-hosted and organized in robbinsville north carolina um and i think i'm sitting with um my role in language justice work as an interpreter because at that gathering i was there in the interpreter role helping to co-create the space of people to bring together um, different native or original or indigenous languages um, and communicating them through English and Spanish as well in the space. And so um, I'm just looking forward to kind of continuing to open up what we define as a language justice worker, that interpreters are language justice workers, 
that people who are working to hold on to their language and teach their language to the next generation are language justice workers and continuing to understand what else is a language justice worker and how do we all support each other to make this work possible? Um, I think for me, like uh, the fatalist in me is kind of hard to project like all the way to next year. And so what I'm most concretely excited about coming up soon is kind of connected to what Janina and Andrea just said about um, the, the gathering of uh, speakers of native languages. And I think I would like to connect that with CPC's interpreter training and to have an interpreter training for speakers of native languages. So I see that kind of bringing together some of the work that CPC has done in the past and some of CPC's future work. So I'm looking forward to doing that like first part of next year. Um, I, I'm really excited about the in, uh, Intercambio. So the circles coming together to, to, to work on that program. I'm also excited about the internal work that we're going to be doing as um, an organization and thinking about how the way we interact with one another and the way that we use language. I guess what I'm trying to say is like we work in these really intersectional spaces. We all have our own particular analysis that we're coming forward with. And so my analysis is narrow because I'm South Asian. I'm first generation. I, you know, I'm all, yeah, I have these particular identities that make me who I am. So I'm, I might un understand your identity, your identity, your identity. So sometimes I might say something that could be harmful. And so I, I, I'm looking forward to doing the internal work of understanding identity, under understanding intersectionality, and how part of that is being conscious of the language that we're using. As I said, as I said before, language is incredibly powerful. And so being conscious of that and knowing when it's harmful and, and understanding that when it's harmful, that I can change that. And Doing that work together, I think, is really exciting. The Intercambio is, um, it's going to be a program that CPC puts on. It's, um, it's going to be a language exchange program um, between Spanish speakers and English speakers. And it came out of the CPC's language justice tour in, in which um, CPC understood from the community that there's only one way to learn English in Asheville, and that is from white English teachers. But as we all know in this room, there are many different Englishes that people speak. And so this, this is kind of a way to create another opportunity for people to learn English and then and vice versa for monolingual English speakers to, to learn from, um, through a popular education model, mm -hmm. to learn from native Spanish speakers. And, and it's and it really kind of, honors the fact that you can learn a language from someone who is a native speaker, don't need an academic educational model. And we're specifically thinking that this is like a black, brown, POC space, which is something that, that we know of is not in Asheville yet. Like people learning and teaching, uh, black and brown people learning and teaching languages to each other. Awesome. So we wanted to do this mini-sode just to catch you all up on what we were up to, just to kind of say goodbye to 2018, <laughs> hello 2019. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we hope you all are doing 
great and and as always thanks to the studios of 103.3 Asheville FM WSFMLP in Asheville North Carolina on behalf of Ada Volkmer and Andrea Golden of the Center for Participatory Change and Leonel Gutierrez of GBD Productions thanks so much for listening <laughs> this episode produced by GBD Productions music by Combo Chimbita Happy New Year bye bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>